This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Net. And Luca is the biggest crybaby, and so is Spencer Dinwiddie. But down there in Dallas, man, the Nets were in every step of this game. And, and that's part of the reason I, I came away feeling good about the game, is the way that they play, the way that they've competed. You no longer doubt that they're going to compete. You no longer doubt that they're going to be connected defensively. You no longer doubt that they're going to share the ball. Again, a credit to Jacques Vaughn, who I think may get the rest of the season, whether anybody likes it or not. Uh, the Ime Udoka, he's a very good coach. I got no you know, issues with him as a coach. I actually think if there isn't more that we don't know, that people, you know, that won't stick to him necessarily the way some other things stick. However, if it hasn't happened yet, I just don't know if it, it's going to happen. Um, the, the problem the Nets face, big picture, is that two of their biggest assets have no value. You know, Ben Simmons has no value, and Kyrie Irving right now has no value. So you can't really trade Kyrie and get anything in return, and you can't really trade Ben and get anything in return. I saw a trade go up on the, the screen there. Lori Markkinen is worth way more than Ben Simmons. You have yeah, to attach on the, be- on the on the team with the best record in the West. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you have to attach value to move Ben Simmons. So that's the the biggest problem they face, and it's the reason people even discuss blowing the team up because Kevin Durant is the one asset that you still have with value. Where I sit right now, ride this little period out see where it goes, um, and then make a decision. Because I've liked what I've seen. Uh, it's been fun to watch. If it can continue, look, they won't win the championship. But I'll take a team that can play into the second round, you know, and, and go seven games and be fun to watch on a night-in-and-night-out basis with, with KD leading the way in an inspiring fashion. If it doesn't work out, that's when you have to, to look at, at trading KD and, and starting from scratch. Because this is the last year I think they can do that, given it's just a pick swap with the Rockets this season. Their, their yeah. pick goes directly to Houston next season, and, and obviously Katie's not getting younger. Yeah, and I think it's it's positives and negatives because, of course, we're happy to watch a Nets team that has gone 2-1 and one in their last three games. There's so much other stuff to even distract from the fact that we were losing so many games at the beginning of the season that it, it, it was just so, such a confluence of negative emotions that I'm just glad to be even somewhat uh, on the other side of that. In the big picture, like Robin said, it's prop. It's not going to work. You know, Kevin Durant. We can't expect him to go out and carry the Nets to every victory and think that that's going to bring the Nets to a championship. We tried to do it last year. It didn't work, and it pissed Kevin Durant off at the same time. You know, it's not something that is is necessarily feasible. And we are in win now mode. And if the Nets do end up folding and saying, "Okay, we we messed it up," that's 
that's worse than you know the Kevin Garnett Paul Pierce fiasco. That's that's it's a it's a historical debacle. And so I think personally, everything is going to be done to avoid that, and everything is going to be done to avoid admitting failure because it would be one of, if not the biggest failures uh, in NBA history. And that puts the Nets in a tough situation as the Nets continue to seem to find themselves in where we as currently, as we currently exist with Ben Simmons playing the way he is with Kyrie being as big of a question mark, if you're being, you know, generous uh, and Kevin Durant carrying with role players, you, you don't have a team that can win a championship. You have a fun team, like Robin said, potentially a team that can go into the second round. But uh, I would expect the Nets to, to, to make some sort of a aggressive move, probably in a, a more aggressive uh, win-now move than would be logical, honestly. I think, I think if you're look, take, looking at it this from a, a non-emotional standpoint, the Nets probably shouldn't do that. But I think getting an email and doing something to you know, double down on winning now as to avoid failure, I think, I think it's coming because I don't think that the Nets can, can abide another catastrophic debacle, you know, biggest debacle in NBA history. I appreciate that. I appreciate being told I look like Josh Giddy. I think I have the, I have the curls. Case, if only, if only you could play like Josh, like Josh Giddy. You could I, I play up. point. I play point for the Nets. You'd be starting at the one. Yep. <laughs> right. No, no disrespect to Edmund Sumner, who I've, I've liked what I've seen from him as well. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, much needed for him to step up. Josh Giddy just came out and said that he wants Ben Simmons to play for Team Australia. He said Ben Simmons is one of the best players in the NBA. I'm like, he was. He was. <laughs> right now, he's not. Um, but yeah, you know, going back to last night's game, that is a team with Luka Doncic, and that is a team with a bunch of role players around him. They've developed that team around him. It pisses me off. <laughs> the Nets have not been able to develop a team around KD in these last few years. It's just turmoil and turnover and trades and things not working. And I think that Sean Marks is on his last leg as well, right? So why wouldn't he be going for it? Why wouldn't he be trading at the deadline? Why wouldn't he be trying to go all, all in around Kevin Durant this year? Because after this year, I think it's cooked. I think they have to blow it up. I think they have to trade KD. Uh, Kyrie is out of here. Who knows what the future is going to hold because we couldn't call this current future that we're in. But uh, the Nets lose the game last night. Uh, Jay Kidd decides to foul KD. And then next thing you know, KD gets the ball behind the three-point line. They foul him there. He goes to the line. He hits the first one, misses the second one. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And there was just so many opportunities in that game. I think I posted a screenshot of the sequence at the end of that game. It was like, Cam Thomas, Nick Claxton, just fouls, and uh, I think someone traveled. Royce O'Neal might have traveled. I'm just like, ugh, come on. I, I don't want to blame coaching. I think these guys weren't just – they just weren't locked in at the end of the game, but they were in that game. And to me, that's a playoff team in the Mavericks. That's a well-coached team with Jay Kidd, and that's a, a team full of guys from Finney Smith to, you know, the cast of characters around, um, you know, Hardaway, Dinwiddie, the cast of characters around Luka. The Nets have lost to them twice this year, but yeah, the, the OT game at Barclays. But 
but they played them close. So that tells me like they have something there. Get them a coach and, uh, you know, let's get some other guys, uh, you know, going. I don't know. Ben Simmons. We're supposed to be getting an update on TJ Warren that's, this that's month. That's what I want to know about. I want to know about TJ Warren. I see him. <laughs> he got I saw lost him in Yankee Stadium. I saw him in Yankee Stadium uh, last month, and they said there's supposed to be an update on him this this month. Man, we could use that guy no matter what he brings. Like, you know, I think he could do something. But um, let's uh, wrap this thing up and look ahead. Next up on the schedule, you guys know how this goes. It's New York. Knicks, Nets at the Garden. And the Knicks are coming off a big game yesterday. Yesterday... Um, you know, all the teams played. It was, there was a, a lot of exciting games on yesterday. And these Knicks are different. That's something I've been saying on WFAN. They're not world beaters. They might not even make the playoffs. They might be in the play-in, maybe, maybe not even get that far. But they are different. At 5-5, five and five, these Knicks beat the Timberwolves last night 120-107. to 107. We have swept them, I think, over the course of the last three years. Like, I don't know the last time the Knicks beat the Nets. I can't recall. So... Their fans and their team, led by Jalen Brunson, they're, they're going to be hungry to come into Barclays and uh, take that game from the Nets. Evan Roberts, who I work with at WFAN, big Nets fan, he said he's going to the game. He asked me if I was going. I'm like, honestly, I haven't been back since open night, opening night. It's been toxic. It's a, <laughs> it's a little bit of a hike, and I've just been staying away. But it, maybe I'll go for a little bit tomorrow because it's, it's Knicks Nets. What do you guys think about this upcoming game? Well, the, the Knicks are the definition of mid right now, as they are, I, I believe, uh, 500. I believe their point differential is 0.0. I believe they're ranked something like 15th and oh, 16th yeah, I saw that. in offense and defense, respectively. And and the nickname for their you know guys was the mid-three before the season started between <laughs> R.J. Barrett, Jalen Brunson, and Julius Randle. With that said, they're going to compete. They've got some guys off the bench who can play, uh, and, and they're, they're a team that is going to be competitive over the course of the season, as you mentioned. However, regardless of everything else that's gone on, if Kevin Durant's suiting up for the Nets, they should beat the Knicks. We should expect them to beat the, the Knicks. We, we talked about Dallas. The, the Nets right now are kind of following the Mavericks model. I mean, they're, they're kind of following the blueprint of, of how the Mavericks play all around Luka, around KD. So if this, uh, these good vibes we're speaking of from this road trip are to continue, that must include a win over the Knicks at home.